This episode is brought to you by Novilla Mattresses. When it comes to your mother, you want her sleeping in a comfortable bed. When she's with me, she won't have to worry about that because I sleep on a Novilla mattress. Let me tell you, when your mom is at my place, she is sleeping on a very comfortable mattress and she is going to get you one as well. Meet their Bliss Organic Memory Foam Mattress. Perfect for those who want a cool, dry, undisturbed sleep throughout the night, made with organic bamboo charcoal fiber, excellent motion isolation, cooling gel-infused memory foam that fits all bed frames and is reasonably priced. Perfect for if you want an inexpensive mattress for you, your children, or even for your guest room. It comes in a box delivered right to your door, and you get 100 nights to try it out. Skip that trip to the big box mattress store and get a mattress from Novilla. Throw out that cheap Walmart mattress you got in college and get yourself a mattress made by Novilla. Using promo code SHWEEZY or the link in our description, you can save 10% on any purchase through Novilla directly. Try out the mattress that your mom tried out last night. Again, that's 10% off using promo code SHWEEZY. And a reminder, when you use our links, you directly support this show. and what is going on, my fellow Schwoke Lords? What is up? Welcome to another episode of Cancel Sweezy. Cancel Sweezy, the Lord's trademark favorite podcast. Welcome to the show today, folks. Welcome here. I'm in the studio with this beautiful brick wall behind me. Nothing else. I promise you. This is a real brick wall behind me and nothing else. For those of you watching... Uh, this, you're only seeing this beautiful brick wall. It's not fake. It's 100% real. At least someone took an actual photo. Welcome to the show today, folks. Like I said, this is going to be our best episode of Cancel Sweezy, uh, that we have literally ever made of this podcast before. Can't believe, uh, today is our best episode of Cancel Sweezy this Wednesday, or whenever the fuck you listen to podcasts, uh, that's up to you. What? Uh, welcome to the show. Today we have uh, we got a lot we got a lot of cool things to talk about today. Some of them very important. Uh, actually, no, I, I would say they're all important. I would say nothing I'm not gonna talk about is not important today. So, making sure that you know that uh, that everything being discussed today on Cancel Sweezy. It's probably the most important thing uh, that will ever be discussed in in the entire universe. So uh, don't be stingy there. Uh, or I like that. Or, I feel like a woman, a real woman. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. The new soundboard, everything's rearranged, so I gotta like figure that out. So come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. So yeah. No, anyways, welcome to the show today. Literally our best episode of Cancel Sweezy. Uh, Cancel Sweezy, some of you also know it as the only podcast that's a knock in your bed post, but you're just a line in a song. Um, first person to comment what that is from uh, wins uh, Cancel Sweezy Merit Points. Now, can you transfer or uh, uh, convert Cancel Sweezy Points, Cancel Sweezy Merit Points into actual dollar bills? No. Why? Because the merit points are pretty useless. Uh, we need to get a merch. I, I am working on a merch store. I need to get, I want to get some merch coming on here. It's always like those, it's always like these short runs of shirts. It's like, you know, Republican is the new R word and uh, bidet the prey away. You know, it's like stuff like that. I want to make shirts out of. 
But it's like, I just don't know who's going to, you know, it's like, it's a funny idea, but then you're like, who's actually going to buy this? So if you have interest in anything, any funny quotes or anything, also leave a comment uh, on, or message me or comment on uh, the Cancel Sweezy uh, Instagram. Uh, speaking of which, go check out my social media. It's under the Sweezy at the Sweezy. Some of you may know. Uh, Instagram, I'm on a lot. Facebook, I'm on a lot. TikTok, I'm on a lot. So if you kind of try to contact me in one of those platforms, you will get a hold of me. Um, Twitter, not so much. I don't think uh, I do much with Twitter these days anymore. Uh, so just, uh, just, just the way things are. You know, I don't know. Uh, maybe I don't want to. I don't. I thought. I guess Elon Musk going away from it, but I don't. I, I don't know. I stopped using Twitter. Stopped being cool when a fat orange guy uh, was using it a lot. So yeah. So but anyways, go check out social media. Uh, great way to earn cancel schmoozy merit points. Uh, great way for you to uh, send me your merch ideas uh, for cancel schmoozy. Just uh, a couple, couple great ideas uh, for you to look into see what you're doing and live laugh love as uh coasters my mom owns say <laughs> live laugh love uh you can also go check out my music right now i haven't released anything in over a year but hell you can still check out the old shit ride or die volume one and two out now some some really great stuff uh it's kind of stuff's really it's important to me like that's where i left off and now i'm writing new music right now like i've been trying to spend a lot of time writing uh, and, uh, I don't know, like, I'm coming out of, like, really bad writer's block, so it's been, uh, it's been somewhat of a process, I got, like, I think I've, I do have, like, two songs written, I'm trying to finish a third one, it's, it's those second verses, you know, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, I feel like a woman, a real woman, you know, uh, so like, go check out my music, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, Deezer, Amazon, YouTube, wherever you listen to your music at, you should be able to, uh, find Shweezy there, it's spelled like Cancel Shweezy, but you take out the cancel part, and it's just Sweezy, my name. Uh, I did I think it's funny because there's a lot of podcasts, you know, you know, uh, what was it, Bad Friends with Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee, you know, and they have to do with, you know, the person. But then, like, if you're smart enough, like what I was trying to do with this name, uh, you can go, like, cancel Sweezy, so that way I don't have to go cancel Sweezy with Sweezy, you know. And it's cancel Sweezy, and, you know, like, I'm the, I'm the name of a, you know, you found the name on it, uh, stuff like that, but I don't know, if you, if you get, if you get, a, it, it is just dumb, if you're like, it's, it's like, uh, with the, the, the Josh Potter show, with Josh Potter, it's like, you don't have to, you don't have to do that, you can just, you can just, uh, and just do that, and everyone's like, oh, I wonder who hosts this show, I'm like, it's probably Josh Potter, uh, cancel Sweezy, I wonder who hosts that show, it's probably Sweezy, um, uh, was it Kill Tony? Yeah, Kill Tony. That's with Tony Hinchcliffe. So I was like, some guy named Tony hosts this. Anyways, though, uh, moving on. Uh, you can also, another social media type of thing you can go follow me on is Twitch every Thursday. Uh, you can go and watch me stream video games. I've been playing Jedi Fallen Order. I think I will be continuing that this Thursday. Um, what was, I had another game in mind I may have wanted to play. Uh, I, I try and, I'm trying to figure out the best way on the materials I have to do a Pokemon Nuzlocke, uh, or another, oh no, one of the Nuzlocke's I wanted to do was, uh, uh, Pokemon Shield, but it's like a Nuzlocke, Wonder Trade Nuzlocke, where, like, I, like, every, you know, like, every route, you catch a new Pokemon, but then I have to Wonder Trade it and see what I get, um, 
and I guess I guess I would have to go with the rules that website shinies stuff like that don't count. Uh, anyways, though, that's a cool idea. Tell me what you would love to see me play, um, because I'd love to try and do that. Um, so twitch.tv slash the shweezy. So for some, for those of you not in the know, one thing about uh, Twitch is following anyone on Twitch is free. So if you just want to follow me. Uh, get notified anytime I go live, you can do that. However, they do have subscriptions, which is typically around a $5 thing. It's like you pay $5, and you can financially support a creator over on Twitch. Really cool thing to do. Uh, you can go ahead and do that with you, uh, whatever you want to do. However, you can also go ahead and... Uh, connect your Amazon Prime account. I know, like, everyone has an Amazon Prime account, so it's not surprising that you probably listening here today have one, too. I have one, even though I kind of hate Amazon, but you just you just can't get away from it when stuff like that. Uh, you can connect the two accounts, and you basically get one free subscribe, so instead of paying $5, you just get one free every month, so why not help out your daddy? So, yeah, look, go check that out as well. Um, streaming here, financially support us. Uh, another way to financially support us, we do have a Patreon page. Uh, basically, right now, what I will say is our Patreon page is a great way to say thank you for being a friend. Uh, so go check that out. I always want to, I always want to, we need to promote that. Uh, and, you know, it's not just like podcast things. It's like me existing things. So uh, that's what the Patreon page is good for. It's just straight up. But, you know, like, and, you know, anything like our sponsors, and since this is a one-man operation right now with Cancel Sweezy, it, it supports music. It supports, I mean, it does support the streaming. But I know most of you that either want to support the podcast or my music, so, um, yeah, I mean, it all goes, it's, it's all in the same bucket right now until, until I decide I need another employee, uh, to help me out with things, which is coming up there. I just want to make sure they are compensated properly, uh, until we get to that point. Uh, it's all just, it's all the same bucket. So, uh, don't be stingy. Feel like a woman, a real woman. <laughs> God, I need to figure this out. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. And, uh, yeah, go check everything out over there so yeah but there's also all the free shit you can do uh if you're um obviously for the listeners out there you can go check out our youtube page and our youtube listeners you already know this uh, make sure you you can like our episodes or our highlights hit the subscribe button you get notified and you hit the bell button yeah there's the bell button you get notified when new episodes new highlights come out as well uh on another great thing about our youtube page i know we have a our majority of our audience is audio only, uh, but what I can tell you with the audio only is go check out our YouTube page still and go hit that subscribe button as well, because what you can go ahead and do with that, uh, we do post the highlights of the show, and I know like sometimes I talk about things that you want to share with your friends. I know I, I see that shit like on podcasts I listen to all the time, and that's what the great thing about the highlights are is you go with highlights. What you can go ahead and do is just share just the small clip of what I talked about with your friends and family uh, and stuff like that. Instead of, like, telling them to, like, either the full episode on YouTube or the full audio is like, here's the time marker. Listen from this time marker to this time marker. Like, this is just an easier way. Um, That's what really the highlights are for, is for uh, going ahead and, like, that way. uh, Some people just want to listen to the high, watch the highlights. Cool. Um, It's all fine with me. Uh, Some people want to share the highlights instead of sharing, like, a full episode, which makes sense. It's it's there for you. It's there for everyone. Everyone has a reason for the highlights. Uh, sometimes you listen to an episode, you really enjoyed a part, and you're like, you know what, I just want to listen to that part again or watch that part again. And that's what we're here for. So thank you. Um, thank you for being a friend. Travel down this road back again. Uh, audio-only listeners, you know what to do. Leave a review. I give us a 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 star rating. Subscribe. Make sure you're notified when we release new episodes every Wednesday, 7 a.m. I think I need to... 
I think I need to update it because last week I was actually awake at 7 a.m. And, uh, like, I was like, the podcast didn't drop to, like, 7.20, 7.30. So I may be, uh, maybe trying to set it up, uh, you know, infiltrate our audio platform, just, like, set it to 6. Because I would love everything to just drop at, like, 7. Once 7, p- 7 a.m. happens, Central Standard Time, obviously, uh, everything is up. But if the audio RSS feed bullshit doesn't do that, I may have to may have to just start. I think I'm going to probably set it to 6.30. Hopefully by 7 it comes up. Hopefully that works out. Uh, I'm surprised no one's ever complained. I guess that's not something you'd really complain about. I try to get it to, like, when everyone typically gets up and drives to work or something like that, you know? Uh, I remember, like, some podcasts drop at noon or 2 p.m. and like that. I, I like it in the early morning, you know? At midnight, I don't know. It just help, works with it. That's that's just fucking, uh, was it, was it inside, insider baseball talk? Is that what they call it? Anyways, though, let's, uh, let's fucking get into the, let's get into the show. I like that. Um, let's get into previous week right now. What is previous week right now, you may be adding? Uh, previous week right now is the news. The real news that the, that the globalists don't want you to know about. Uh, the news that I have gone through this week. I, I looked through the news and then I saw, I'm like, what is, what, what do I, what do we really need to know that happened in our previous week right now? Uh, so go over that. And I think that explained why I call it previous week right now, because I'm going over the previous week and I'm going to be going over it right now. So, uh, uh, that sound dropped didn't work, but anyways, I'm just going to pick a random one on, uh, on the thing. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. It's always that one. Okay. Um, and then if you if you follow along with the cancel shoes drinking game, you got to take a drink. Uh, not if you're driving or commuting somewhere, you can't, you, you're not allowed to. Uh, you're not allowed to drink and drive. It's, it's against the law, even though if fuck cops. But it's also a bad idea to drink and drive, so don't do not do that. Uh, this first article we got is from Tron, C-H-R-O-N. Uh, pregnant Texas woman driving in HOV lane told police her unborn child counted as a passenger. Is an unborn fetus a human being in the eyes of dot, 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 Texas traffic laws. A pregnant Dallas area woman argued as much to police officers in recently being cited for driving alone in the HOV lane, according to a story published Friday afternoon by the Dallas Morning News' Dave Lieber. Lieber reports that Plano resident Brandy Batone, um, that's, I'm surprised I got something on the first pass, was driving along uh, U.S. Highway 75 en route to picking up her son when she found herself at a checkpoint facing a citation for using the high-occupancy vehicle lane while alone in her car. I was driving to pick up my son. I knew I couldn't be a minute late, so I took the HOV lane, Batone told Lieber. As I exited the HOV lane, there was a checkpoint at the end of the exit. I slammed on my brakes, and I was pulled over by police. Batone said officers asked her if there was any more occupants inside her vehicle. Pregnant with a daughter, Batone told her to the officer her unborn child was inside the vehicle with her. According to Lieber, I pointed to my stomach and said, my baby girl is right here. She is a person. Batone said, however, the officers were not buying it. He said, oh no, it's got to be two people outside of the body. Uh, Batone spoke to multiple officers over the course of her encounter. So she told Lieber one seemed indifferent, Batone claimed, while another gave her a citation and told her to challenge it in court to have it thrown out. 
One kind of brushed me off when I mentioned this is a living child according to everything that's going on with the overturning of Roe v. Wade, so I don't know why you're not seeing that, I said, but Tone explained, he was like, I don't want to deal with this, ma'am. It means two persons outside of the body. But Tone ended up receiving a $215 citation and instructions from the issuing officer suggesting that if she fought it, it would most likely get dropped. According to Lieber, the Dallas County Sheriff's Department has declined to issue a statement on the Tone citation or pregnancy defense. In Texas, all abortions are now illegal following the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe and pending enactment of state trigger laws on the practice. Prior to high court's ruling, all abortions past six weeks of pregnancy had been outlawed by the Texas Heartbeat Act. This prior measure uh, had been modeled closely after language crafted by Christian anti-abortion group Faith to Action Ministries, which has defined the presence of a fetal heartbeat as a marker of an unborn human individual, according to the Texas Tribune. Batone said she does not plan to pay her fine for the incident. I will be fighting it, she said. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this article. I think this is very cool. Obviously, this is a woman who obviously plans on keeping uh, her, you know, the pregnancy or whatever. So and this is a very, I think this is going to be a very interesting thing because we, we, we just got, Roe v. Wade has been overturned because I, I guess the Supreme Court's rules, and I am doing in quotations uh, for the listeners out there, uh, that. Uh, I get. I guess their legitimate ruling is that it needs to be like a state's issue, not an actual federal government issue. Still bullshit. Um, then you know we get to you get this because I guess the the states are very Christian. Um, and also in quotations, I will say, uh, they because they're like, uh, life begins at conception or whatever. You know that's what they're saying. They're saying life begins at conception. Okay, and now we have to get into, if you're going to state that and you're going to say that's believable, uh, in situations like this, I believe that, you know, they're saying, okay, so according to this state's laws, the reason why abortion is banned, like it's illegal, is because they believe that life begins at conception, which, you know, um, I'm, I'm always a believer and, uh, oh. What? Uh, I'm always a believer in, I will say this, I'm a man, uh, or... As the as the woke would say, I'm a penis haver, and I am never going to get pregnant uh, and have to decide for myself: Do I want to keep this fucking uh, parasite we call a fetus inside my body? I'm never going to have to make that decision. However, I'm I'm totally for any woman being able to make that choice for herself. Um, do I believe life begins at conception? No, we don't celebrate conception days. We celebrate birthdays, the day you get pooped out of a vagina. And I know some of you are like, don't say you pooped it out. Okay, well, I feel like saying you got peed out of a vagina is not kind of the same. It's not really a good thing because anything that comes out of a penis or a vagina is either pooped or peed um, or the butt. Also, the butt counts there too. So... You can't tell me I'm wrong and say a baby was pooped out of a vagina. You can't tell me I'm wrong. Um, so, yeah, no. So, this is a very HOV lane, first of all. I, I just, I like it carpool lane. That makes sense to me. Uh, when I, you know, in Nashville, they have, I think, I-65. I think that's the highway. Uh, yeah, they, it, they had a carpool lane uh, that I always use solo in the mornings. And I was never pulled over for that shit, even though I was legitimately speeding uh, on the highway, slash interstate. So, like, yeah, so, like, I know Nashville, but I know some cities are, like, kind of anal about that. Um, 
So, you know, and it, it, it is kind of weird. It's like, hey, I have five people in my car. Uh, we have a priority of where we need to go versus uh, this person who has one. Um, and, you know, and I'm, I'm a big believer, you know, um, I went a while without having a car. And, you know, if you work from home, it's fine. It's just like when you have to do errands, it's kind of a, like a pain in the ass. It's like because like then it's like you only need to drive like one time in a month or something like that. Um but no, it, it is something. It is something weird where we have like th- thousands of people uh, driving in individual cars by themselves every day. It, it is kind of weird, and you know, like getting uh, transportation. That's a whole other argument for another day. But you know, I think I think this is very interesting. Um, and so, like, I think I told you, I believe I don't believe a fetus is like I don't believe a pumpkin seed is a pumpkin. I don't believe that. I think in the scientific sense, I, I don't think. You're a human until birth. That's the thing. And if, you know, society decides that we're going to celebrate conception days and we're going to really idealize the idea of a man and a woman having sex and his sperm attaching itself to that egg, uh, we don't. We don't attack. We don't, we don't celebrate that and stuff like that. That's, and that's another argument. I, I have a whole thing about this, and I just think it's stupid. Um, but my, my general beliefs, though, uh, I think a woman is, should be 100% deciding on what she wants to do with her body, that's 100%, you know, in the situations like this, a woman should be allowed to. Anyways, though, I'm, I'm in agreement with her. If the state of Texas and these Texas and traffic laws are going to fall under the jurisdiction of Texas traffic laws, and Texas has very much put a trigger law in uh, banning all abortions, you know, uh, you know, all these Republicans are against regulations, but they want to regulate everything. Um, then... If Texas laws are going to say abortion should be illegal because life begins at conception, then in this carpool lane, her unborn baby, uh, who I believe this woman is planning to keep, uh, it's weird to keep sperm as a pet, it's also a girl now, um, should be counted as another person. So, yeah, she should fight this in court. And then, like, you know, I think situations like this should be fought by the law. And I think I think really people should... People should really be fighting this stuff because there's a lot of bullshit uh, going on in all that shit. Here's a beer. Here's a feeling good all the time, people. Okay. All right, this is from Elite Daily. Uh, Doja Cat called Noah Schnapp posting her private DMs snake shit. Um... one of the most unexpected feuds of, feuds of the year, Noah Schnapp found himself in a bitter hot water yet after posting a TikTok that exposed a private conversation with Doja Cat on July 6th, Schnapp posted a video on his TikTok that revealed Doja's crush on his Stranger Things co-star Joseph Quinn. Having a crush on Quinn isn't surprising because his character Eddie Munson is a fan favorite, which Doja expressed in a tweet on Mon- May 30th that simply read, Joseph Quinn is fine as shit. What Doja didn't express was permission for Snap to expose her shooting her shot, which she addressed in a July 7th live session on TikTok. And she had a lot to say. Honestly, there's a lot going on in this Doja Cat, Noah Snap, Joseph Quinn drama. So here's a full explanation. To recap, Doja reached out to Snap in his DMs and asked for him to pass along a message to Stranger Things co-star Joseph Quinn. Noah, can you tell Joseph to hit me up? However, that message didn't remain in Snap's DM. Snap share the exchange and a TikTok video. The since-deleted TikTok Snap posted was a short and sweet hour 
or Sour Use side highlighting the screenshot of their DM conversation to the tune of Doja Cat's hit Boss Bitch. While shooting her shot did indeed make her a boss bitch, it embarrassed Doja, which she made clear in a six-minute explanation of her feelings. Uh, at first, Doja empathized with Schnapp and acknowledged that Schnapp is only 17. To be fair, this is like a kid. Noah, I didn't know how old he is, but he's not even over 21. When you're that young, you make mistakes, so you do dumb shit. Uh, once she got that out of the way, Doja called Shanaz's video was socially unaware and whack. She continued to express how the TikTok made her feel, saying she felt like it was a move that was borderline snake shit, that that's like weasel shit, and I'm not saying that encapsulates his entire personality, but I didn't see him that way. I made an assumption that he was gonna be chill about it, and he went and shared information that I didn't feel comfortable with him sharing. Totally understandable. There was a lot to unpack Doja's response on the live, most of which was her expressing her feelings about the situation. I didn't tell him not to post it because you don't expect people to do that because it's not normal to do that. It's literally not cool and it's not normal. Yeah, like, I'm bummed and I'm disappointed. Ultimately, she landed on squashing the beef, even if it stung. Now, no, it's not that deep. It's just disappointing. Both Shanaf and Quinn haven't responded to Doja's live or addressed the way the situation was unraveled yet, but I'm low-key holding into onto a glimmer of hope that this may all end up with Doja and Quinn going on a date. Stranger things have happened. Stranger things have happened before. <laughs> okay, so so yeah, no, I I get this. So in, in my mind, if 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 someone like hit my DMs, like wanting to get to one of my friends, um, I would take a screenshot of that shit, but I would send it to the person, like, my friend directly. I wouldn't post that shit on, like, social media. I think, like, that's a little bad taste. He is 17, so, he, like, I was dumb at 17. I was, like, I was dating chicks. I was, like, in high school, like, dating chicks I thought I was going to marry. And I was going to church, so if you want to know how stupid I was at 17, I was like, I'm going to church at 17. That's a good, that's a good explanation of how fucking dumb I was at the age of 17. So, does Joseph Quinn, uh, does he not have social media or whatever? Um, that, that's an interesting thing. Um, does he not, uh, don't really have anything, because I'm recording with my phone. That's what the camera is. I'm using my phone. I'm trying to upgrade that. I need to make an Amazon wish list, and maybe one day someone can buy me a new camera. We can, we can do some updated shit. I'd rather do that. If you, if you remember the early episodes of Cancel Shreezy, it was a... I just I was I was like I don't want to use my phone. I had like I have like the Sony camcorder, which I use for my live streams on Twitch, twitch.tv slash shweezy. And I go ahead and uh you can see that like it's not that good, but it's pretty good for like what I'm using for streaming, especially when if I'm in a little box, it looks great. And then when I go to the full screen, I'm like, ah, this looks this looks kinda old. Um, so yeah, does he I guess Joseph Quinn doesn't have social media. Uh and so uh Doja Cat went to Noah to try to get that information. I feel, I don't know, I just... First of all, I would, I wouldn't say, so if I was Doja Cat, or if, I, if I'm trying to reach out to someone, and I'm like, and, and this is not even a friend, like, this is like you being a famous person, like, asking someone else who's gained a lot of popular, I don't know if Noah Schnapp is like, you consider him famous, but I guess like, I don't know. I feel like he can go out in public and people wouldn't recognize him. Um, unless you get the bowl cut. Uh, like, I don't know. It's like, I would, I would have just said, 
hey, do you have Joseph Quinn's number, or can you get me in contact with Joseph Quinn? And I would just left it at that, you know. I guess Doja was, but like she, Joseph Quinn is fine as shit. Uh, and then just that, what I would have, you know, like I said, I would have done, I would have just taken a screenshot, uh, sent it to Joe, Joe Mama, no, Joseph Quinn, um, and just like said, like, hey, I think Doja Cat likes you, you know, and then just end it there. And, you know, if Joseph Quinn was into Doja Cat, then uh, things would have moved further from there. Uh, but let's be honest, though. Most men, like, their preferred death, you ask any man, how, how do you, how would you prefer to die? Uh, the asexual ones are going to be like, in my sleep. Uh, the normal ones are going to say, I would like to eat Doja Cat out, and I want her thighs to suffocate me and die. That's how I would like to die. Um, I think most men agree with me, and, like, that's their preferred way to die. Doja Cat is, is, is the shit. Uh, anyways, though, I hope that's a good explanation, because I think, uh, yeah, I think that's, that's, uh, it is kind of snake shit. I will say that. Yeah, it is pretty snake shit, that what he did. He did some snake-like shit. He, he shouldn't have posted on social media. He should have just taken the screenshot, sent it to Joseph Quinn. Eddie Munson. Eddie, wake up! I don't like this! Uh, we're gonna talk about Stranger Things later in the episode, so don't touch that dial. I used to say that a lot. <laughs> now I don't. Because it makes no fucking sense. Uh, anyways, let's move on. Howie Mandel posts TikTok video leaked on Twitter and Reddit. News Random is the uh, author of this article. The internet isn't happy with Howie Mandel after the comedian posted a grotesque video of on his official TikTok account. America's Got Talent judges shocked the internet with a disturbing video of a prolapsed posted on the video sharing platform. Mandel has been trending on Twitter ever since. Official Howie Mandel, uh, where he amassed over 9.8 million followers and over 180 million likes in a TikTok video uploaded today. The actor posted a disturbing photo of his boyfriend with a wreck prolapse. Howie Mandel's on the video. This happened when my friend Neil leaned over. Does anyone know if this is related to coronavirus? <laughs> if so, what we what are we doing? At the time of writing, the video has over 2.8 million views. Not surprisingly, Netson were stunned by the disturbing image. Many also questioned whether such an explicit image could be posted on the platform. Uh, according to WebMD, prolapse is a condition in which a body part moves away from its original position. Judging by the bloody video posted by Howie Mandel, this po photo looks like a rectal prolapse. In rectal prolapse, part of the colon moves out of the original position, causing it to fall or slide out of the anus. Uh, Howie Mandel asked viewers if the threat to his friend had anything to do with the coronavirus outbreak. No doctor or metal website or metal, metal website. I think this is, not, this is not a good source. Medical website has confirmed uh, this online. The exact cause of prolapse remains unclear. However, the following reason has been shown to cause rectal prolapse to treat such events. A doctor recommends a procedure to restore the rectum to its original position. Knightson react to Howard Mandel's TikTok video. Although the current situation looks dangerous, Knightson are not excited to see such explicit content on TikTok. Many said they regretted seeing the video. One Twitter user uh, wondered why people laughed at Mandel's disturbing content. Others, meanwhile, said they should have been minding their own business rather than watching the video. So, one thing I want to say to everyone out there, uh, there, there, are, there are two parts to your life. There are two parts to your life. 
the first part of your life is when you uh, have never seen a prolapsed anus before. The second part of your life begins the the moment you've seen a prolapsed anus. Now, I didn't haven't seen the actual Holly Mandel video. However, I've seen I've also seen a lot of prolapsed anuses before. And I know you're asking, Shreezy, why are you seeing so many prolapsed anuses? The reason is because uh, I've watched a lot of shock videos, and I've seen 10 prolapsed anus at a time, and you think to yourself, no, I get the concept of a prolapsed anus, but I, I, you can't really picture it in your head until you see it, folks. Um, it's not good. Uh, and as Dr. Drew would say, uh, you shouldn't prolapse your anus. That's something I do live by. You shouldn't prolapse your anus. I, I live by that fact. Um, and the ending of this, uh, and the last thing I want to say about this is I, I post videos on TikTok all the time, and I've gotten a lot of muted, shadow banned, et cetera, et cetera, uh, on TikTok. Uh, I posted a video of Mike Kara, which if you don't know who Mike Kara is, uh, we are not on the same TikTok feed. Uh, and it was like, this girl's like, people need to step up. And people these days don't want to have sex with me. You need to stop and have sex with me. It was, something, it was recording that Kim Kardashian shit. And then I made a video, Mike Kara here. And I would love to give you that wet ass pussy. And that got blocked on TikTok. And, and they did that pretty fast on TikTok. Now, I've heard this Howie Mandel video was up for more than four hours. More than four hours. I don't get I don't get the TikTok. I don't get the censors on TikTok. Like I talked about Carl Lenz of Hillsong's Dick V in a video, and that got flagged. But like Howie Mandel's able to post fucking prolapsed anuses, that is a lot of bullshit. And you know what? I'm offended, TikTok. Uh, TikTok, either either treat us all the same or just let us post wherever the fuck we want, okay? That's... Okay. Anyways, our last article of the evening, let's get another drink here. Gotta get the burps out. No, <coughs> I don't like drinking. That's not like the worst part about drinking beers. Like, when we're doing a podcast, it's like, oh, and I got a burp. Anyways, though, our last article: beer made from recycled toilet water wins admirers in Singapore. NDTV is the authors of this article. Uh. New brew is no ordinary beer. The new Singapore Blonde Ale is made with recycled sewage. The alcoholic beverage is a collaboration between the country's National Water Agency pub and locally craft breweries Brew Works. Uh, we first unveiled a, at a water conference in 2018. New brew went on sale in supermarkets and at Brew Works outlets in April. 
I surely couldn't tell this was made of toilet water in Xu Wei Leon 58, who had purchased the beer from a supermarket to try after hearing about it. I don't mind having it if it was in the fridge. I mean, it just tastes like beer, and I like beer. New beer uses new water. Singapore brand of drinking water recycled from sewage, which first flowed from treatment plants in 2003 to improve the island's water security. Pub says the new beer is part of an effort to educate Singaporeans on the importance of sustainable water use and recycling. The idea of processing sewage into drinking water, once largely resisted, has been gaining support in the past decade at the world supply of fresh water is increasing under stress. The World Wildlife Fund estimates 2.7 billion people find water scarce for at least one month a year. Advanced economies such as Israel and Singapore that have limited fresh water resources have already incorporated the technology into their supplies. Cities such as Los Angeles and London are examining plans to follow suit. Singapore's new water is made by disinfecting sewage with ultraviolet light and passing the liquid through advanced membranes to remove contaminants, Articles. Uh, key to expanding the technology is to persuade the public that once the water has been processed, it's just water. New water probably suits brewing because it tastes neutral, said Mitch Gribov Burswisk. Uh, head brewer, the mineral profile of water plays a key role in the chemical reaction during brewing. Breweries elsewhere have also made beer with recycled sewage. Stockholm-based in NYA Carnegie Brewery partner was also brewing Giant Carlsberg and IVL Swedish Environment Research Institutes to launch a pilsner made with purified sewage. Waffle Village Brewery in Canada teamed up with researchers from the University of Calgary and the U.S. water technology company Xylem to roll out their own version. Not everyone is convinced. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, there are many kinds of beer around. and said Singapore student Lo Yu Chen, 22, if I wanted a beer, I'd pick something made of normal water. But others who have sampled new brews say they find that it's a refreshing, light-tasting ale that's perfect for Singapore tropical climates. If you don't tell people it's made from wastewater, they probably won't know. In Grace Chen, 52, after sampling the ale, still, if you're in Singapore and you want to taste it yourself, you may need to be quick. The first batch of new brew is already sold out on tap at Brewworks restaurant and the company expects stock at supermarkets will run out by the end of July. The brewer said it will assess the market response before deciding whether to make another batch. See, I know the process of like the filtering and shit like that to purify it and make it usable. I, I know it works. Like, and that's the problem. I know it works. But I, I just think that the idea of saying that like yeah, you're drinking poo water, stuff like that, you know. And I know bidet companies, they're like, you know, because I, I'm a big fan of a clean ass, um, that, like, yeah, you can drink the water that comes out of the bidet, and, like, yeah, because it's just your normal water supply. It's the fact that once the, the water hits the toilet, it's like, that's poo water. Like, that's the that's the idea of it. Um, and, and, you know, I know that. And also, I, I, I've been thinking about, like, the, the water shortage for a while now, and it's like, why don't we work on technology to, like, make the ocean water drinkable? You know, and the people are like, let's move to Mars and get water on Mars. And let's move to, you know, and shit like that. And I was like, and let's, let's filter out poo water. And now I know the poo water is, will be fine. Uh, but, like, you know, the way they filter it. But it's like the idea, you tell me, like, you, you drink the water. I'm like, okay, that tastes like water. That tastes like Dasani. <laughs> and they're like, you know, that was filtered poo, right? And you're like, oh, God. Um, now you're sick. That's the thing. I don't know how they're going to be able to, the marketing behind that's going to work. Uh, but anyways, though, if, if we're trying to figure out the water crisis in the world, like, what we have to do is streamline the process of filtering out seawater. 
if we can figure that shit out, we will be good. So, uh, as our buddy would say, uh, is it? Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. That's, that's the rule. Have you ever been out in public and thought, hey, look at that fat guy, only for it to turn out to be a mirror and you are, in fact, the fat guy? That was the moment that kickstarted me into becoming the greatest health expert the world has ever seen. But I wasn't born being built different. Like Joe Cocker before me, I get by with a little help from my friends. And my friends happen to be today's sponsor, FNX Fitness. FNX Fitness is committed to creating innovative supplements of the highest quality that provide focus for a productive morning, energy to thrive all day, performance supplements for to reach new goals, unique sleep and recovery formulas to support any sport, and healthy supplements to support an active lifestyle for years to come. I also really enjoy their clothing line that makes you look good while you work out as well. Another thing I love about FNX Fitness is that with every purchase, they donate a gallon of water to a child in need. Start working out smarter, not harder, by using the link in our description today you can save 15% on your purchase. Go save 15% on some of the best supplements out there when using the link in our description. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. When you're at the beach, you aren't going there naked, letting everyone see your little shrunken pee-pee from being in the water. No, you're wearing some sort of clothing to cover up your privates. So why would you let companies you buy products from have access to the privates of your credit cards? That's where today's sponsor, Privacy, comes becomes the clothing for your credit card information. Privacy is the first payment product that keeps your personal information private while being even more convenient than using a physical payment card online. Privacy empowers you to protect your physical card information. Each merchant you share your card information with puts you more at risk to hackers or data breaches. Why not use a privacy card instead? By creating a virtual card with privacy for each merchant you shop with, your physical card is safe and secure. Privacy cards can be paused or closed at any time, preventing any future transactions from being authorized. Privacy cards can also be single-use, meaning they close after just one authorized transaction. One of my favorite ways to use privacy is for a service with a free trial that requires you to put in a credit card to sign but wait, there's more. By using the link in our description, you can get $5 to spend anywhere. That's money you get to use. So start paying the smart way with privacy. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. So I had like the weirdest fucking interaction the other day at like Walmart. And I feel like uh, for this podcast, I should actually like tell people about it. So, all right, here we go. So here, here's the... So I had to go to Walmart. I needed sandpaper. Like that's all I needed. Um, and I guess okay. Let's let's get into this. Well, why did you need sandpaper, Sweezy? Um, I it's it's a guitar maintain. I have a nut on a guitar I'm trying to sell, and the original nut broke, so I replaced the nut. But now the nut is still too high, so I've been trying to adjust it. Yada yada yada. Cause I tried to. I was trying to trade in for a new bass. However. Store I wanted to get a bass at. If you follow me on Instagram at the Shweezy, you notice I bought a new bass. Uh, but I need to. I wanted, I wanted to trade in that guitar, but that guitar they didn't do. No one doing trade ins, but I kind of needed a bass for some non Shweezy music related things and also some for recording. Um, so yeah, and I'm, now I'm trying to sell that guitar to try to equal out what I pay for that bass. Anyways, though the nut is the guitar. The was it was it. The nut piece is the best way to say it, because if I keep saying nut, it's like everyone's like, ah, jerking off, or... and then, But realistically, it's like the the nut is like the part of the... There's, you know, there's actual nut parts. Anyways, though. Um, anyways, though, so I needed to... So I just needed sandpaper. And, you know, sandpaper's pretty cheap. It's like... I think I ended up paying, like, 250 
close to 250 uh, for uh, the, the piece of sand, just a, a pack of sandpaper at Walmart. So, anyways, I found the, the sandpaper I needed, and then, so I'm like, okay, now I gotta go check it out. I like doing self-checkout, because I like not talking to people. I, I like talking to people. That That is a weird situation. I do enjoy talking to people, uh, but I hate small talk, if that makes sense. So, it's like when people were like coming up to me to make small talk, and they're like, how have you been, man? And I'll be like, well, well, have you heard about hear about Howie Mandel? Uh, he, he showed prolapsed anuses all over his TikTok. And I'll, I'll try to bring that up because I hate doing small talk, so I'll just... And that's the, the benefit of doing a solo podcast is that uh, the, there are sometimes people you meet having small talk with them and then I'll listen to your podcast, so you can just bring up fucking podcast topics. That's a great thing. So uh, that's also what I want to say. If you're if you're a Cancel Shreezy podcast listener, if you're ever stuck in small talk and also really hate small talk too, what you can go ahead and do is bring up any fucking thing I say on this podcast. This is this is for you. I brought it up on the podcast, uh, and it's free reign. If it's on this podcast, it's free reign. You can just copy me or whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. Just don't do that shit with me, okay? Unless you have actual thoughts about it like don't don't be like oh you heard about fucking uh fucking the prolapse anus i'm like okay we know you're you're talking you're just i don't know 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 okay anyways though so let's talk about this weird fucking interaction i had so yeah what did i leave off i was uh at the self-checkout at walmart um and you know if you're if you're paying with a card at walmart uh, self-checkout, it's no big deal, you can, you can get by without talking to anyone, uh, and I'm a big believer is I've done cashiering jobs in that, uh, the people who have a million problems with self-checkout are R-worded, yeah, it's Republican, don't, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, it's all, Republican's the R-word, I'm saying, um, uh, anyways, yeah, so, like, it's not that hard, uh, you gotta scan your item, just throw it in the bag, that's all you need to do, um, if alcohol, uh, just go to a real person who looks over the age of 18. That's that's a little life hack. If you're trying to buy alcohol, don't go to the teenager because then they're going to have to swap out because you have to be 18 to check out someone with alcohol. Uh, yeah, so, anyway, so, so shelf check out. No, anyways, though. So I tried putting, so it was like, so I ju- it was just the sandpaper. So I put, I tried to put a dollar in. Uh, wasn't taking it. I kept trying it. And so, typically, if you have trouble, they have a guy or woman, or are they them, uh, depending on what city you're in, uh, that will help you check you, you know, like, they'll, they have, basically all they have to do, type in their code and authorization or whatever, so, so, just similar to authorization, that's all it is. Uh, anyways, though, so, I was like, I was like, hey, um, does this register, because I thought this, because usually the register will say if they don't do cash, this one did not accept cash, and I didn't want to pay with the card, uh, because I had the cash on me. And it, I guess it was very small print at the top of the screen. And so I played myself. That's rough, buddy. Congratulations. You played yourself. So I, I was like, hey, I think you need to cancel me out. I'm going to go to a different register. I only have cash on me. Uh, and he went like, you know, and like a normal. First of all, I'm going to say like a normal person. He just, you know, put it in his gun or anything like that. And then this guy, this fucking Walmart self-checkout guy. Uh, I, I, I guess the, the thing is I'm just stupid and didn't read correctly. And I was like, I'm sorry about this, man. You know, I'm like, you know, just sorry for making you do extra work on, 
uh, barely getting paid at all, you know? It's like, fucking, you know. And he's like, then he went on this whole rant, and like, you know, what, what the fuck is the uh, Starnet? Is it, what was the name of the thing from uh, Skynet? Was it from the, uh, what's it, uh, from uh, uh, Terminator? Terminator Company. Terminator Computer Network. I think it's Skynet. Yes, I was. I, was, I can't remember what I said. Anyways, though, he's like, yeah, things are gonna become like Skynet soon. This guy just starts the conversation. He's like, things are gonna become like Skynet th- soon. And then he kept going on this rant. He's like, you know, the only occupations that are actually gonna be worth it these days are people who will make fools of themselves on the internet. Jobs like, you know, Walmart cashier. It's not going to be like that anymore. It's going to be like uh, people who are making a fool of themselves on the internet are going to be the richest. And the thought in my mind immediately goes, like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's, that's uh, I guess, there's two wolves in all of this, and that was one wolf. The other wolf was like, go on, please continue talking. Uh, because I do a podcast, and I can talk about this on the podcast. Um, and then he says, like, yeah, people make fools on the internet, you know? It's like, jobs, you know, some jobs are not going to be uh, worthwhile anymore. I don't think being a cashier at Walmart is going to be worth anything once the computers rise up. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, it was ba- it, like, it started like it was based on the Terminator franchise, uh, and then it's like this whole new thing where it's like the only people who are going to be able to make money in this world are people who make a fool of themselves on the internet. Like, what are you talking about? Um, anyways, I wish, I kind of wish I would have recorded it, but I know recording is a whole other thing. I could have disguised his voice. I, mean, like, I don't know this guy. I didn't learn his name. Uh, I just entertained him uh, in his thought process. That's the rule to life. Just entertain weird fucking people and everything you do. Because you never know what crazy fucking person you're going to meet at a Walmart self-checkout when you're trying to buy fucking sandpaper. Uh, that's, that's a fucking rule. Anyways, though, like I like went home and I was like, Mom, I think I had like the weirdest interaction with a human being I've ever had in my entire life. <sighs> anyways, though, yeah, so, um, anyways, though, are the computers going to take over? I don't fucking know. Um, let's stop giving fucking robots, like, feelings and shit let's we can we can do that i feel like if we're making the robots we can make sure they don't have feelings and shit i i'm just saying we can do that that's us we're the ones in charge of that we're the ones who can say like hey let's make sure this robot doesn't have feelings because if the robot gets feelings things are going to turn to shit unless you're nice to the robots like leia was in the obi-wan kenobi show then i guess things will work out for us in the end I don't know. I'm just going on a rant right now. That was just a fucking weird interaction. I'm just still thinking about it. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy? Like, I'm just like, what the fuck are you saying? And I'm like, okay, maybe it's something that makes sense. Like, what he's also like, making a fool of yourself online is going to be the only job in the future. I make a fool of myself online every fucking week on this show. So. Whew. Okay, let's move on. God damn it. That was a weird fucking interaction. Guess I just had to get that off my chest. Uh, who has been watching The Boys on Amazon? If you have an Amazon Prime account, uh, you get access to this. 
You also get access to uh, a free subscribe to financially support me over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash theshweezy. So don't be stingy there. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. And uh, go check that out all over there as well. I need to make sure that... The... Okay, everything's still recording. I, like, went off the recording screen. Um, anyways, though. So, The Boys. The Boys. No, just The Boys. Uh, is an Amazon show. So I'm a big Marvel... I'm a big superhero guy, comic guy. I, I love that shit. That shit is awesome. I think there's just a lot of good stories written into a lot of those, and I think doing so into the film media is just the perfect uh, translation of a lot of that shit. Anyway, so, so uh, the boys, the boys is a show where it's like superheroes exist in this world, but uh, not all of them are good. Um, they're not villains, but they you like this. It's more of a realistic take on if like superheroes existed in our world. It's basically like companies sponsor these heroes and have PR teams and make them look good even when they do super shitty-ass things. Um, that's basically the boys. Uh, watch the show. The comics, I don't think the comics are actually that good. Um, I think the, the show does a better job at translating it and making it a better translation of it. Uh, but it's also funny because the main villain kind of of the show is a character called Homelander, which uh, there's a lot of parodies in the show. And Homelander is a parody of Superman, just like this invincible uh, man of steel. Like, you can't kill Superman. It takes, like, extraordinary events to try to kill Superman, like Homelander. But the thing is, Homelander is a piece of shit, uh, and he's a terrible person. Uh, they kind of based, uh, I guess the actor's basing his performance kind of slightly off Donald Trump, and stuff like that, you know, that that's the show. That's kind of part of the show. Anyways, though, um, it's funny considering Jeff Bezos owns Amazon, and uh, he basically, uh, this is one of two shows that basically have the idea of what if Superman was evil, which has been discussed in DC Comics. Like, there is some storylines like that, but uh, this is like a whole new superhero universe where the idea of what if a Superman-type character was a bad guy and wasn't a good person at all. You know, the idea of Superman is like he's very he's a very good person and like the idea of Superman is that he tr you know, he is Kryptonian, but he truly is. He was raised by humans since he was a baby. He really is a human. Like his humanity is what makes Superman good. Uh and like that's kind of like his whole thing and I guess you know, and if you go into DC Comics, I'm like, why is Superman a bad guy? Uh, like, it's always like a traumatic event that triggers something in that. So, uh, don't read those, but the idea of Superman is like, Superman is supposed to be a good guy. But, like, these, uh, it's The Boys, which Amazon is making the show on, and uh, Invincible has also has that idea as well. Uh, it's funny because Jeff Bezos is basically Lex Luthor. It's like Lex Luthor is like, Superman's a bad guy, and let's show you why. Like, that's the funny shit on, uh, on the boys that's really funny, uh, for everyone to look at and everyone to watch. It's just, you know, that is a very funny, uh, realistic worldview of that to look into when watching this show. Um, and, uh, I love, like, every character, like, every character on the show, like, puts something new into this show. Uh, however, what I believe with kind of, like, the writing and how this show has been set up they have kind of gotten themselves into some sort of, like, a Gilligan's Island situation, which, if you didn't know, uh, the idea of Gilligan's Island, which is a TV show from, like, fucking forever ago, uh, like, when my parents were kids, 
uh, was probably old then, <laughs> like, to be honest, how old this show is. Uh, Gilligan's Island, the idea of the show is that a bunch of people got, like, stuck on a deserted island that no one's ever found. And in the TV show perspective of the idea is if they get off the island, the show is over. That's the idea of Gilligan's Island. Like, if they get off the show. So, like, the show, like, to continue going with the show, they have to, like, any effort they make to try to get off the island has to fail and stuff like that. They've, they've kind of gotten themselves into this situation with the boys because Homelander is the main villain. And I just, you know, with actors and actresses, I know they're just a terrific character when they make me believe, like, when we go into, like, real the real world and they just do, like, you know, their press interviews and press shit like that, you know, on our social media, that you still kind of hate them because of how good they played this character. That's the guy who plays Homelander. Like, he's that good, like, uh... Who Dolores Umbridge, that actress, like she, like you, you still kind of hate her. Like that's how you know someone is actually good at their job, like in acting. Um, but no, like the idea of uh, the boys is that if they kill, like the whole idea of the show kind of is we have to take out Homelander. Like, like there, the world, the world will be a better place if Homelander doesn't exist and we just get rid of him. So. Uh, like this idea, everything on this show is setting up towards either killing Homelander or like getting rid of his superpowers and stuff like that. So that's kind of how the show is working. And so, uh, yeah, so that, that's basically the idea of the show. So season two, like season one set up kind of the entire thing of why, how the boys got set up and everything like that. And so, uh, that show, that season ended with Homelander killing his love interest and shit like that. And he's like, I don't care. And it's it's this show between Homelander and Billy Bolcher are the real rivals because Homelander is so obsessed with, like, people liking him. But then at the same time, like, Billy Butcher is trying to take Homelander down. And Homelander could easily just wipe out Billy Butcher for the most part because he's just, he's not a superhero or a soup as they refer to it in the show. And Homelander could just easily take him out. But if he does, it's basically an end game for Homelander. Uh, so season two, like I watched part of season two and I stopped for a while. And then once I heard that they're bringing Temp V into season three of the boys, I was like, okay, I got to catch up on the show. I got to start watching season three. So that's how I really got back in the show. Season two, it's like, okay, we got to get rid of Homelander, but we're not really explaining how, we don't really have a good plan on how we're getting rid of Homelander. Uh, but Temp V, bringing that into it, I think in the comics what they did was, like, Temp V was kind of a thing that they used to, you know, take care of the bad superhero problems, you know? So, like that. But they kind of did a whole different thing in this. So, um, that's, like, just humans. And it was Temp V. It was, like, you get 24 hours with superpowers, and then after that you can go back to being a normal human being. And I think that's similar to kind of what they want, with the Temp V storyline is that it's like these like Huey, Homelander, um, and a lot of other people. And even a lot of soups are like, I wish I don't have my powers. I wish I, I would have been better off without my powers. And so that's the nice thing about this is like we're using we're giving ourselves powers because uh, for the idea of the ends justify the means, or as I like to say, the ends justify the means. Um, 
Anyways, so, you know, usually they would get their ass whooped and they'd have to, like, think outside the box to do it. But the Temp V storyline really stepped up the game in this. And so, best episode of season three of The Boys was Herogasm for the most part. Now, they have a, there, there's a big orgy here and it's streaming, so, like, they don't send or anything. But look, I'm saying I've seen, like, ten prolapsed anuses. When I was a child, I watched two women uh, shit into a cup and eat it. Um... I've seen someone shove a jar up their ass, and someone shove a can of Diet Coke up their ass, and shove it back out, and I still drink Diet Coke, so, like, that's the thing, like, they had, like, this big warning at the beginning of the episode, it's like, be careful when watching this episode, because you, you could be a little frightening, I'm like, I think millennials are watching the show for the most part, and I think we'll be fine, um, anyways, though, but the end of Herogasm, how, like, it ended, and it was just, like, it got me so fucking pumped. It was basically Soldier Boy as a character they introduced in the show. I'm trying to I'm trying to explain like my thoughts on it without spoiling it. So for those of you watching that, we can watch it and still kind of think the way I think and have thoughts on it. Uh, so basically, Soldier Boy was introduced. So but like Soldier Boy, Butcher, and Huey. So Butcher had similar powers to uh, Homelander. He had like the laser vision and super strength and invincibility kind of thing. Um, Soldier Boy was. It's very similar to Homelander, minus the laser vision, but super strength. But Soldier Boy also gained this power of, like, removing a soup's powers. Then Huey had, like, I guess strength. I guess they all just get super strength. That's how it all works. And teleportation, but, like, the teleportation didn't work on clothes. Very weird. Very weird shit. When they took the Tempe. Uh, and it was because Homelander. Homelander was getting his ass whipped. So much so that Homelander pussied out and flew away. Uh, they could have gotten Homelander. It was like, it was so satisfying because Homelander left that fight with like bruises on his body, on his face that like in another episode, Maeve had to like notice like, oh, you're wearing concealer. You actually got your ass whipped for once. It was insane. Like in, they just, that episode was like two episodes before the finale and the finale just didn't live up to that, that fight, that fight. It, it, there's a lot of problems with the finale. I don't think I'm going over it. Uh, here today, but anyways, though, I just, I have, like, uh, a couple other thoughts, um, Mother's Milk's, okay, so Mother's Milk is a, this is the guy in the show, and, like, his, he was married and had a kid, but I guess after being on the run in season two and being in hiding, uh, she ended up getting, the, they divorced, and I guess now she's with a guy named Todd, I don't know if they're a boyfriend or husband, I don't think they, or I didn't pay attention in the show, that's also a good but, but he's, like, a big Homelander super fan, and, like, Homelander has slowly and slowly kind of been, like, coming out as being, like, a racist piece of shit, which he actually is. I think just Homelander is just a kind of, and he's, I don't know if Homelander's necessarily racist or Nazi. He just wants everyone to worship him kind of thing, narcissist and then parent issues and stuff like that. But, like, the thing is, though, like, Homelander has kind of become a, he kind of, this season kind of came across, like, all the, you know, all the like the Republicans, R words as we like to say, came across as like the like the idea of like people who support Homelander, kind of racist, Nazis, just Republican type of people. But like Mother's Milk, um, I only bring this up because it's relevant. Uh, he's black. His ex wife is black. His daughter is black because both parents are black. Um, I don't understand the idea of like a guy who's kind of racist and kind of a Nazi. Dating a black woman with a black child. I just don't get that part. Uh, that went a little... That was kind of weird in the season. I just don't get that. 
because um, like they they've kind of mentioned that Homelander's kind of been based off Trump, and I just feel like a guy who'd be like Trump would not, and who's a little race and pretty racist, would not be dating a black woman with a black child. That just seems weird. Also, um, yeah, I think I mentioned this scene a couple of weeks ago. Um, the deep ate a live octopus, and like the idea of like the deep was really good friends with this octopus. The Deep and, who's it, uh, A-Train, those storylines just don't go anywhere, like, for real. Like, they could edit the show, they could edit them out of the show uh, for scenes they're not important in, and the show would be fine. I think it's just goofy little side plots. Uh, but they made the Deep eat his friend, who was an octopus, because the Deep can talk to animals, to sea creatures, and he made, it, he made him eat a live octopus, and, like, I'm telling you right now, I, I've seen a lot of pro-life sentences, but this... It's always stuff that involves eating. That's the stuff that makes me want to throw up. Like, I almost threw up watching that scene. Like, I had to, like, look away and just, like, listen to the sounds of the episode just to make sure that uh, everything was fine. Uh, like, Jesus, that was so fucking gross. And, I, and I, they make it, you know, and we're getting so good at CGI that, like, when you see something that looks clear CGI, is for a purpose because Uncanny Valley, like, we, we're so good. And, you know... I'm okay with things that look CGI. That's fine. Like, you know, when it just looks clear CGI and stuff like that. Because when it's too realistic, like I just saw Thor Love and Thunder and when they fight on uh, Omnipotent City, like all the blood was gold. And I'm like, okay, that's a great thing because you show how bloody it was, but it's not real blood. Um, that was so fucking gross when you get the octopus. Like, oh, God, I don't, I'm like, gag, I'm, I'm controlling myself from gagging right now of talking about it. Anyways. Um, anyways, though, we gotta talk about who we're simping for in this show. Three main hotties in the show, um, I feel like, who have mommy, mommy energy, who we could all be simp simping over. Kimiko, uh, who I'm so glad they were like, we're not gonna call you the female in the show, uh, to sound like a fucking incel, we're gonna call you, just call you Kimiko. Uh, Starlight, Annie, you know, we all know Starlight, and Maeve. Those are our mommies of the show. Uh, I'm, I'm a big simp for Maeve, I don't know, something about her. Super, I think I think Starlight and Kimiko are super attractive too. I'm not gonna lie, like I'm down, I'm DTF for all of them. But Maeve, but you got to pick one. It's gonna be Maeve for me. Like God damn, she's hot. Uh, and it's kind of upsetting that uh, they kind of wrote her out of the show for the next season. Uh, but anyways, though, um, go watch The Boys season three. Maybe watch a little bit more too, uh, to catch up or mustard on uh, whatever you're doing. Second drink. God damn, I need a drink. Oh God, I got it. Um, I'm not drinking a lot of that. Stranger Things, Volume 2. Stranger Things, Season 4, Volume 2 is what we're going to talk about. Um, I watched it the day it came out. However, we, I record on Mondays, and last week I didn't want to talk about it. I just wanted to not, give everyone the chance to watch it before checking out this podcast. Um, so, yeah, so Volume 2, it was only like two episodes, but they're pretty fucking long episodes. Like, they're basically mini-movies. Uh, the last episode was, like, a, basically almost a movie. Um, first one was, like, setting up for the last episode. Um, but anyways, though, I'm not I'm not sure if I like... I, I like the idea of, like, splitting it up into parts and, like, the, the time frame they did it in. Um, but uh, I don't know if they got it right. I like the idea. I don't know if they nailed it. But I don't know. I liked the twist ending for the first part, and then they kind of helped it in the second part it was like doing a whole tv season 
uh, as the first part and then making a movie for the second part. But it's very weird. I don't know. I, you know, but I still, I still enjoy the season. Um, so I, I, I recently talked about, it. if you go back to my previous video where I talked about like the previous, uh, part of the volume, uh, season four, volume one, uh, I talked about like how there's too many storylines going on at once. And at the end of that first volume, none of them connected. Uh, they did a good job in the second part, getting them all to connect. Uh, the Russian, the Russia storyline, uh, was a pretty big stretch to get that to connect. Uh, like I guess their idea was like, it's a hive mind. So if we kill this Demogorgon, we can, uh, uh, we can help everyone else in Hawkins. Okay, I don't even know. The hive mind is even kind of weird. What the hell was like, it was like a half burp or whatever. Um. But I don't know. I guess it's nice that they all really did connect, especially the Cali crew, because that was kind of like a stretch uh, to kind of get it to connect and to the most part, like to get that. Uh, that crew was just like, oh, L can uh, transport into people's minds. I guess we just need a deprivation tank. Where's Joe Rogan? Uh, Joe Rogan does not exist. When did news radio? Know, we're not talking about that. Anyways, though. Uh, we were talking about how they had a whole scene with Master of Puppets, and now people are obsessed with Master of Puppets. It's so weird how people, like, this, this is the show that can, like, find old songs and make them relevant again. It, it's so weird, uh, thinking about that, how, like, this show is making old songs relevant again. And surprising enough, Metallica has been really cool about them using Master of Puppets. First of all, um, I do want to say, Kate Bush, Running Up That Hill, Deal With God, you know, so, I'm an artist, too. So, I'm a music artist, too. So, everyone take a drink or whatever. Um, so, the idea of if I write a song and, like, you know, make it on my own and stuff like that, uh, that's my artistic integrity, you know, like, making that song. I make the song, and I have no shame in the song, and I like the song. Uh, and I make the song, and it's not, like, anything deal-breaking for me and my artistic integrity. No big deal. But then, like, a movie's like, hey, we would like to use this song in our movie that you've already made. Uh... I'm like, fuck yeah, go use it. Because there's, I didn't have to sacrifice any artistic integrity in making that song. And I made the song, and you liked it, and this movie company or whatever liked it, directors or whatever. They liked it so much, they are like, we're going to put it in our movie. That's just extra money coming into your bank account. Like, that's all it is. It's just extra money and without sacrificing artistic integrity. So I never understood why Kate Bush was so stingy. Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. And... With her, with her music in, like, being in TV shows and movies. Uh, Metallica is definitely the band. It's like, fuck yeah, usually. We didn't sacrifice anything. She's like, yeah, yeah, go ahead and put our songs in your stuff. I'm like, just make sure we get paid for it, you know. It's like, so they got shit like that. So Metallica. And then they, they, I guess they comment on their TikTok or I guess on their other social medias. They're like, hey, whether you're a new Metallica fan or an old Metallica fan or you just discovered it from Stranger Things, all are welcome here. It's really cool because they used to be very stingy. Come on, Mark, don't be stingy. About how, like, people were downloading their music and stuff like that. So that made people kind of, like, have a bad taste in their mouth about Metallica. But it's really cool they're, like, actually being really cool about Stranger Things because, like, if they did a Kiss song in this, Kiss would be like, fuck you, you're not a real fan. So, like, Kiss, you're just fucking uh, juggalos for boomers. Like, that's all they are. Um, anyways, though, like, yeah, I'm like me as an artist, I'm like, look, I write songs. And I make sure they don't. I write song. I would. I would never be like, "Hey, write a song for us." I'm like, I think I might do it, but it's not like I don't really give a shit about it. 
But like, if I already wrote the song and then the show's like, hey, we would like to use the song on our show, I'm like, go for it. Just make sure I get the money for it. Like, I never understood Kate Bush on that. I'm like, just like, are, you're not sacrificing your artistic integrity. You're just getting extra money from a song you're already very proud of. Anyways, though, um, they fucking killed Eddie, which I'm like, what the fuck? The <laughs> I'm tired of them. Like, this is the problem with Stranger Things. Uh, this is the last three seasons where they've, like, killed a character we all really started to like that they introduced in the season. Bob, that random Russian dude. Is his name, like, Alexi or something? I feel like his name is Alexi. I don't know. Um, I'm kind of sick of that shit. Um, especially Eddie. I didn't really... Well, Bob, Bob's, Bob's different because he was also Samwise Gamgee uh, at the same time. So, like, killing Bob was kind of upsetting. The rare Russian, too, I didn't really give a shit about. Um, Eddie, goddamn, Eddie didn't deserve to die. I mean, he went out with a sacrifice. He deserves his place in Valhalla. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, there is, like, a weird theory that, like, okay, so since this show is based on, like, the is main made in, like, the lens of, like, a... Dungeons and Dragons game, like Vecna is a character in Dungeons and Dragons, Gorgon, a character in Dungeons and Dragons that uh, Eddie will return is like cast the vampire, uh, since that's, you know, it's a D&D lore, and like cast the vampire is able to kill Vecna. I don't know, because he died of Demovats. I don't know. I don't know how this works. Uh, anyways, though, I'm super excited for season five. I hope they don't take too long to release this. I hope they... Uh, no, there is a big momentum going into season five since they, this is the first season I think they act, well, I mean, season one they kind of left on a cliffhanger, but like, not like a, like, oh, here's something to expect on the next season, uh, but, like, they've always kind of did that, and you're like, okay, season's kind of, they've always done like a complete end to the season, like, well, hey, somebody can look forward to, but if we decide to not do this anymore, it's okay, um, they really got to go into season five. And they're also, I've heard them discuss that they're going to do a lot of lore in regards to the Upside Down and go into the lore a lot more in season five. I'm like super excited for that. I always love lore and world building and stuff like that. So I'm really excited. Go, if you haven't watched that yet, which I'm really surprised you haven't and you stuck around for this, go check out, uh, I guess, part two of season four of Stranger Things. I hope they get the season five done as quickly as possible. And uh, I'm so curious about how this whole show is going to end. I'm very curious. I've seen so many theories. I'm just really curious about how things are going to, how, how we're all going to get fucked up. Have you ever cracked open a cold one with the boys? The vibes are on. Then all of a sudden you are out of cold ones. Though the vibes are still on, the vibes will soon go off because you are out of cold ones. There's no need to drive when you're under the vibes. That's why today's sponsor Drizzly is here to make sure that the vibes continue. Drizzly gets all your favorite beer, seltzer, wine, whiskey, and much more delivered directly to your home. With their easy to use mobile app, we are getting one step closer to never leaving our homes. You know it's a saying something when it's being praised as the Amazon for liquor. Drizzly is my go-to app for getting all the booze I need so I can do other things. So using our link in the description today, you can save $5 off your first purchase through Drizzly. Drizzly has proprietary ID verification technology that it provides to its retail partners that allows drivers to scan IDs for more than a barcode to make sure the purchaser is over 21 years old in the U.S. and of legal drinking age in Canada. Retailers on Drizzly may have a minimum order or delivery fee. So using our link in the description, get $5 off your first order with Drizzly. And remember, when you use our links, you directly support this show. 
You're not a boomer who still goes to what our ancient civilizations called a store. You buy everything on the internet like a modern individual. What if I could tell you that you could be saving more on your purchases by only making a few clicks on your computer? That's where today's sponsor, Honey, will change your life. Honey is a free browser extension you can download using the link in our description of this episode. Honey searches the entire internet for promo code, coupon codes, free shipping, and anything else that will save you money when buying things online. It's 100% free, and at no point will you have to pay for it with all of those many, many microtransactions. It's as simple as pressing a single button, and you can start saving money. Not using Honey is basically throwing money away that could be saved for more important things. I recently had to get business cards uh, for myself, and Honey literally saved me 60% on uh, like a pack of 500 business cards. It was amazing. Add the Honey extension to your browser today for free by using the link in our description of this episode. And when you support, uh, when you use our links, you directly support this show. All right, so it's time for Ask Shweezy. Ask Shweezy is the grand finale of every episode of Cancel Shweezy. Not really the grand finale. Like It's just the last segment we do on this show. Um, it's where I... Uh, answer questions from you, from everyone. Uh, you know, everyone's curious, except for me. I just know everything. That's the problem. I do know everything. And I know a lot of people are like, you're, you're so fucking stupid, you don't know anything. And then, like, I'll actually, like, have conversations with my friends and, like, tell them a story. Like, I think the other day, I don't know, I was bringing up some story that just sounded dumb. Like, it was, it was like the founding of a town. And I'm like, why, how a town got its name. And I was just telling that to my, my brother and my mom. And then they looked it up, and I was right. And they're like, yeah, never wrong. Anyways, though, um, I'm just here to give advice to the youths uh, out there uh, to let you know what is going on. So I just want to, like, let's just go full throttle. Uh, feel like a woman, a real no, woman. We're not going to feel like a woman. Let's we're, go full throttle. We're going full throttle today. Um, anyways, let's just jump right into it. Let's go into our first question of the, the segment. If you started to really like a girl, but then she told you she had an ostomy bag and a large scar on her stomach to save her life... Uh, would you still be attracted to her, or is that an instant turnoff? I have I have this, and I am so scared to start dating. Oh, you have this. Okay. Wish I could post a photo of myself to show people you can still be beautiful with it. Um, no ostomy bag is one of those things you have to be attached to. Um, uh, I know you. I just have it attached to you. Let's let's uh, I'm gonna look it up real quick on the handy dandy pooter. Uh, ostomy bag. <laughs> God damn it, I hit the fucking soundboard. Fucking ostomy bag. Um, just I just want to make sure I fucking know what I'm talking about. Ostomy badge power system. Uh, medical device that provides a means for the collection of waste from surgical diverted biological system. Okay, that's not that big video. Um, okay. Um, uh, so this is going to be like the adult diapers. It, it very much depends. Um, uh, uh, it depends... <laughs> depends on uh uh how old you are um it sounds like you're pretty young uh to be honest with me see i guess so like teenage boys and maybe a little bit older um uh like i feel like if like teenage boys maybe grow like be like oh uh, and they may think that's baggage like that i mean it is literal baggage <laughs> uh but necessarily is it uh like a deal breaker like listen listen my friend uh if you if you are hot if you are a hot girl it's hot girl summer uh and it sounds like you're pretty young uh let's just be, i'm just gonna be honest with you uh if you, if you are as hot as you say you are, um 
older men are not going to care as much as like a, as like a young, like the younger guys are going to care. Like the older you get in dating, it's not that, it's not that, an ostomy bag. I was right about that. It was, it was for poop. I was like thinking in my head, I'm like, I just want to verify the fact. Um, I, I, I will say, yeah, it, it sounds like, uh, younger guys, um, younger guys could be, it could be a turnoff for younger guys, but younger guys are fucking dumb. Like, it it is a, it's just dating older people is the best. Uh, except if you're fifteen, then no, it's not. This only applies to people in their twenties. Um, that's the rule. Uh, Twenty one and older. This is this is the dating older people is the best uh, because they they we all care. And I guess I'm getting to the older people level. Uh, we all care less about shit like this. Uh, an awesome bag. Um, the only thing that would be it's not like a turnoff for me. Um, I, I'm just worried, I would just be worried about the S-E-X, or SEGS, uh, to fight any, uh, what was it, sensors out there. Uh, cause yeah, that, that would be, that'd be, that'd be a thing, like, how, how are we gonna do this? Uh, I remember there was a chick I met, and, uh, she, she had heart problems, which I'm not, like, shaming her for having heart problems. Uh, but she was kinda cute, and that's, that's the relevant point. Because I think she mentioned in conversation, yeah, I can't have sex because my heart rate will get too high and uh, shit like that. And you're like, damn, that's disappointing. I, I don't think it's going to work out between us, even though I've not attempted anything with you. Uh, that's, a, that's a good fact. Ah, uh, well, well. Um, sorry. Yeah, so, um, and I'll be honest with you, uh, you're probably too young for me. I will say that, but... I'm going to be honest, there's a chick on the talk, TikTok, for the boomers out there listening. Uh, she, I think it's like Hot Girl in Wheelchair is her name, and I guess she's just like, she's paralyzed from the waist down or something like that. Uh, and I think, because she was in like some sort of car accident, I think that's why, from what I, my research. But anyways, though, she has this, like, she got a bump on her back, I think she calls it Bumpita or something like that. And, uh, and I'm super interested, and she did get drained once. And didn't film it, which I'm kind of upset about. That's that upsets me. That's the big upsetting. Because I want to know what's inside. Because I've studied a lot of uh, at least bumps when they get extracted. See what it is. Uh, looks like an abscess or a cyst. Or actually, it's too kind of too big to be a cyst. I don't think it's a lipoma either. Uh, I don't know. I think she's gonna need to get some tests and X-rays done on that. But anyways, though, it's kind of upsetting she didn't show the pop. That's okay. Anyways, though, and even her, even her, I'm like, I'd smash. I'm like. Grab onto that bump on the back as we keep riding, uh, or whatever. I don't know. Just fucking uh, like the older you get, the less standards you have. And like it, the and what's well, no? When you get older, like you have less standards on like some things and more standards on other things. It, it's a very weird thing. So, uh, ladies, the hot lady, hot ladies out there with uh, ostomy bags, I'd say don't worry, don't worry about it. Just. Uh, Figure out the sex situation, because I don't think anyone wants a wants a bag of shit on their bed. Uh, uh, but anyways, though, if, if you're down to smash, you know where to. You know how to get a hold of me on this show, at least. You know how to get a hold of me on this show. Uh, next question: Will I get arrested for getting a ball from a school roof? Also, there are cameras, so I'm pretty sure they recorded me. Okay, sounds like you already did this. Uh, will you get arrested? So, here's the thing. I think. Uh, one time it was, like, the middle of the night, I think I was in, like, the high school, and, like, there, our high school had, like, these, like, this weird, I don't know how to describe it, but it was, like, a fen- brick kind of fence thing, it was just, like, a bunch of circles going up and down, so you could, like, see through the area, but you couldn't get through, 
And, like, you could easily just climb to the roof doing that. Uh, people told me all the time to do that. I don't think I ever actually did in my high school. So, uh, I've never actually done this. Okay. But let, just as an adult through experience, let's think about... I'm just going to, like, go through the situation. Um, so... A lot of times, unless they have someone monitoring the cameras, like, the entire time, they're probably not, uh, unless they're, yeah, unless they're monitoring the camera the whole time, uh, someone's probably not going to see it. Uh, And then in the situation that you've got yourself in is, I guess, somehow uh, sports happened, and the ball ended up on the roof of the school. So you uh, were able to get yourself up to the roof of the school, uh, you got the ball, and you came back down. So... Theoretically, what I would say is a lot of times, a lot of times, situations like that, unless someone's watching the whole time, uh, they will. Uh, they're only going to go to it is if a situation happened, and they need to get footage of what was going on in a situation. Uh, which uh, you getting the ball on the roof doesn't sound like there was an incident that happened for uh, them to be going over the footage of that, uh, and. So, yeah, I would say you're probably fine. Um, that is kind of, like, they. I think technically they could be like you were trespassing, but at the same time, it sounds like it's going to be more work for them to be, like, uh, try to arrest you and press charges on you from the, sc- the school doing that versus, like, what you were actually, you just went, got a ball from the roof and then went back down. So that's all the footage would show, and it doesn't sound like, because there's trespassing, that's one thing, which they could do it, but you weren't really, I mean, I think you technic, on the technical term you did trespass, but it's not like trespassing where it, you're causing a problem in the school. Um, the other thing would be like vandalism, which doesn't sound like you did at all, so yeah, so I don't think they would have a vandalism charge, they would only have a trespassing charge, and then at that, like, it's not so, I don't, you didn't really do anything to the school, so... Uh, they'd have to be uh, real stingy. Feel like a woman, a real woman. Come on, Mark, don't be Hit stingy. The fucking right button. Uh, they'd have to be real stingy. Like, just someone has to have someone at their ass to do that. So, like, the situation would have to be uh, someone is watching the security camera the whole time, like, 24-7 or whenever this was. They'd be watching it. Uh, they would say, you go to the, get the ball off and go off, and they'd be like, hey, you were trespassing, and then try to press charges off that. Most schools aren't going to, it's just not worth their time. I, I would say most schools are usually have bigger things to do, uh, unless you uh, unless you have beef with an administrator at the school, then yeah, you definitely could have a big big ass fucking problem. You could have a big, a really big fucking problem uh, with what's going on there. So um, other than that, though, I think you're probably fine. I'd say that's not something you should be worrying about. And. Uh, uh, yeah, just, uh, rest easy, uh, and go full throttle. Let's go full throttle. Um, I think the AC just really kicked on right now. Um, uh, what's our next question? Let's take a sip. Let's have some beer. He's feeling good all the time, gang. How do I stop worrying about what people think of me? I hardly ever hang out with my friends because I'm afraid of disappointing them. I struggle to stand up for myself and tend to just agree with people to avoid conflict and because I really want people to like me. How do I get over this? This is a very good lesson on working on yourself uh, and stuff like that. Uh, people, people come up to me. I have friends who are like, how do you just live with people like 
just not caring what people think of you. And uh, people people would really think about that. So that's probably a good reason why I got this question to begin with. Um, what is how how do I deal with it? Um, here's my secret cap. Um, I'm just like set up Siri on my phone. Okay, uh, how do I deal with it? Um, here's the thing, Cap. Oh yeah, here's that's what I was going to. Here's the thing, Cap. I do care what people think about me, and uh, yeah, it's just mentally uh, changing your mindset uh, to how you're going to deal with people. Uh, how how why are you worrying about people thinking about you? It's definitely the idea of like working on yourself, and this is something I would say that I'm you know I work in entertainment for the most part, and so. Uh, I'm constantly dealing with uh, <clears throat> people who are dealing, just like saying shit like this, like, you suck, uh, fuck you, you suck, uh, you had sex with my mom, I hate you, and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, it's like, you can either just let them get to you, or you can just ignore them, because, I don't know, I'm, I'm you know, I make, you know, I make content for uh, the people who do like me, I don't make content for people who don't like me. Uh, so those people, you know, those people are the voices that get to you the most, but like, I'm also not making content for them. I'm making content for the people who do like me. That's the thing. And so, uh, you're worried about people who not liking you. So first off, uh, you're just worried about that. Uh, it's very similar to what I told kids at church camp who were always worried about people not liking them because they were Christian. Uh, so I was just like, look, if someone wants to be your friend, they should be your friend. They shouldn't. You shouldn't have to not be Christian or whatever to be your friend. Most, if you're going to be friends with someone, you're going to accept them for whatever beliefs they have and stuff like that. And if someone doesn't want to do that, then they're not really your friend. They probably have ulterior motives. That's what I tell people like that. So, like, actual friends, ride or dies. First of all, ride or die, bitch. Uh, if they will necessarily accept you for who you are. And, uh, you know, you, don't have to re- you shouldn't have to worry about what your friends... If you're worried about what your friends think about you, I mean, like... In a sense, it's like if you're worried about your friend, you doing, you being yourself, and your friends not liking that. I don't think they're really your friends. Let's let's be honest with you, they're probably not your friend. Uh, they're probably someone you don't need to worry about, um, and probably someone you should probably get out of your lives. And you know, when you get older, you just realize that a lot of people are just fake ass bitches, fake ass bitches, everywhere, and you just have to deal with their shit. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Um, how do I, you know, and more how I deal with that. Uh, I just, you just, it's, uh, this is, this is easy to say, but not easy to do necessarily. Uh, you have to stop caring about what people think about that. Uh, I love the book, uh, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Um, because you're, you think, you think about the title itself and you're like, oh, you just don't give a fuck about anything. And I'm like, no, that's not necessarily it. It's more prioritizing things in your life, like things you do give a fuck about and things you don't give a fuck about. And that's what I love about the book is just prioritizing, like, uh, kind of this idea of picking your battle. So, you know, I would just say, you know, um, you're worried about what people think about you. Uh, first of all, be your true self. Be the person you want to be. And if you're not, if your friends don't accept you for that, they're not really your friends. Get better friends. It's not hard to get better friends. Uh... I was like, it's so hard to make friends. I'm like, just be a good friend back. Just just start being a good friend to someone else, and they'll be a good friend to you. That's just life advice. So, um, hope uh, hope that's explainable. I'm just I just went on a rant about n- n- some things or whatever. 
Is it okay for me to be attracted to robots? Jesus fucking Christ. What? Uh, I have so many fictional crushes and no real ones. All of the fictional ones are robots. All the smut I have on my device is robo-porn. God damn it, there's a name for it. All I can think of is robots, robots, and more robots. Is this normal? I, I don't have a single human crush. Not fictional and not real. Jesus fucking crap. How did this get on the list? How do I fucking deal with this shit? Uh, I'm attracted to robots. First of all, I don't know what kind of robots you're attracted to. Are you, are you like sex robots? Is it like iRobot? Is it robots from Futurama? I feel old. I'm like, yeah, are there robots from Futurama? And there's probably some kid out there who's like, what's Futurama? And I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Um, and RoboPorn exists too. RoboPorn exists. Is it okay for me to be attracted to robots? First of all, we're gonna we're all gonna say no. It's not okay to be attracted to robots. And I don't know what kind of robot. Like I don't know what the the appearance of these robots are. Like that's a confusing fucking statement for me to fucking deal with. Um, and then you're like, I really like robot porn, but I don't think I have a crush on any human crush. I have a lot of fictional... That's the problem. You, you gotta stop having fictional crushes. This is for everyone. You can't be having fictional crushes on goddamn robots. That's not right. Um, what is it about the robots that are sexy? Those russies? The, the robot pussy? Russy? You got that russy there? <laughs> what? Uh, oh, sorry. What? I like on my iPad. It's just like a big stain of me pressing the what button over anything else. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, it's fucking weird that you're into fucking robots. I don't, I don't care. Everyone's like, be stop. And someone out there is probably like, stop kink shaming this guy. Uh, and I'm like, you know what? Kink shaming would say, would benefit a lot of people out there. Let's stop being weird. We know kink shaming will stop a lot of people from being fucking weird. Shit like that. Fucking robot porn. There's nothing fucking attractive about a robot. You stick your dick in a robot, it cuts your dick off. If you're trying to give yourself a circumcision, it's perfect. Uh, if not, uh, I guess we gotta move on. Okay? I guess let's move on from this dumbass fucking question. How do I ask my boyfriend to take more showers and wear deodorant? Uh, he doesn't take showers every day. He can pass a whole weekend without a bath. He doesn't know how to wash his hair properly and doesn't wear deodorant. And sometimes the smell, it's, it's not so good. I really want to sit with him and talk about it, but I'm afraid that he gets hurt with that. You know, here, here's the thing. I can, I can sit here, point my dumbass fucking face into this dumbass fucking microphone, and I could just give you example after example on how you can trick him because it's going to have to be a trick because if, if, if you can't influence it with sex, you're going to have to trick him into doing it. I mean, I could I mean, obviously sex is the trick him with sex. That's going to be the answer if you want to fucking get a man to do anything, blowjobs especially. Uh, then I could give you an example, example, how you could just fool him, trick him, bamboozle him into taking proper care of his hygiene. 
we could I could go on a full rant on how we could do this. However, I kind of feel like you are partially to blame for this. Not you're not the I'm not saying you're the one to blame for him not taking showers properly uh, every day or even even understanding how to wash his hair. Uh, what I'm saying is. If you're going to get into a relationship with anyone, there's like a dating stage. And you should have been at least a little aware that he doesn't like to shower a lot. He's kind of a smelly person. He's kind of a smelly dude. So, like I said, we could continue to go on about how we could trick him or convince him with sex to do this. But you signed up for this the moment you decided to get into a relationship with a smelly person. I mean... Hygiene is an important thing for me. What? Uh, in regards to relationships and thinking about uh, dating a smelly woman is gross. Like, you know, I've kind of been saying for a while that women who have armpit hair don't wash their pussies. That's, that's a fact. Um, so, yeah, it, it, I, I can, I mean, like, the, the obvious, I mean, you, you signed up for this when you got into a, a relationship. You said boyfriend. So I'm imagining this is a real-life relationship that you have gotten yourself into, and now you're dealing with the consequences of this. So you shouldn't have gotten into, a, like, you, it's a good idea to understand the baggage you're getting yourself into when you get into a relationship with someone. This is baggage, and now you're trying to change someone. So, I mean, like I said, can commence with sex, just bamboozle him. But at the end of the day, you're really the one to blame because you were the one who decided to get into a relationship with a smelly person to begin with. Uh, and someone who doesn't know how to clean themselves properly or often at all. You, that, like, for me, like, when you talk to, like, parents, you're like, well, once your son wants to fuck, start fucking dating, they they will try to clean themselves a little bit more. And then, if they don't, you get a little bit worried. Like, you just want them to start dating. Again, you know, date anyone. Penis, vagina, you just want them to put effort in themselves to make them clean, get, keep themselves clean. Uh, they just need motivation. Kids kids need motivation. And that's how they do it. But this person, grown-ass fucking people, uh, it's your fault. You're the one who decided this. You knew this going in. And now you're trying to change someone after you knew something going in. So, yeah. That's yeah. That's that. That's that's the way it is. Where are all the men in porn so unattractive? In every porn video I've seen, the men are usually average-looking dudes that, for the lack of a better description, look like they don't pay child support. Half of them have dad bods and are like a three at best. The women are always the picture of ideal beauty standards, tiny waist and big boobs and but always pandering to the guys everyone in need, but the guys almost never looking out for the woman's pleasure. 40 to 50% of women watch porn, the majority of being straight. I'm assuming this because LGBT people are the minority and I assume there are plenty of gay men that watch porn. So why aren't men held to a standard of women in porn? So that that that's a good question. I would say that. But that's a good question. Here, Here's the thing, and I'm assuming the way the porn you look at is probably similar to straight people porn. Now, here's the thing uh, with straight people porn. 
Uh, a majority of porn is made to I to be ideal to a man. So, uh, to a man looking at it, like women are like, I just don't know how to turn on my man. Watch porn. Like, look at a, watch a porn video. Like, like women fantasies are like those fucking uh, erotica novels. Like you're like, and he swung from his rope and grabbed her by the waist and. Uh, kissed her passionately on her big, beautiful, like stuff like that. That's what turns women on. What turns men on? Watch a porn plot. You're like at the doctor, and she's like, "Oh, I know how I can help you." And he pulls down his pants and starts choking on his dick uh, with uh, <coughs> Jesus fucking sneeze. Uh, so yeah, so it's like a man trying to read erotica. You're like, man, this woman doesn't sound attractive at all. And you're like, yeah, doesn't that doesn't matter. So, you know, how, how the guy looks doesn't matter. Now, I do know in the porn industry for guys, what's most important uh, is uh, having a big dick. And um, you don't have to be good looking to have a big dick. Uh, you just have to have a big dick. It's just you're born with it. I'm fine with a normal size dick because and if a woman's like, uh, I, I can't have to have a guy with eight inches. I'm like, it sounds like you have a pretty big fucking vagina. And I'm not here for that. I need a I need a tight one, you know. I don't care if it's a little couple, if it looks like an Arby's, uh, but if it's like, if it's like a f- pretty fucking loose, it's like, oh, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? What? Uh, 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 and so, so yeah, that, that's the idea. You have to realize that. Nearly 40% of women watch porn, but, like, you have to realize the variety of what women watch in porn is gonna, is gonna be different. I always feel like anytime I watch, like, like I, if I ask, a, if I would go on the street and be like, all right, go to women and be like, do you watch porn? And the ones that say yes, who are n- not lying to me, uh, that I'll be like, so what, what kind of stuff are you into? Like, what's your, what's the kink you kind of like to watch? And you know, someone's like, some of them watch gay porn. And it's like, that's weird. Uh, someone watch lesbian porn. Someone watch straight porn, but like, and then there's like first person view porn and stuff like that. It's like the guy gets to pretend he's fucking the chick. Uh, stuff like that, and so, you know, it's all different, so, like, the preference of porn is different, but majority of porn is made for, uh, the male fantasy, uh, I say male, the man, a man's fantasy, a straight man's fantasy, uh, so, uh, it doesn't really matter what the guy looks like, a lot of times it's just the guy has to be packing, uh, that's the rule, so, yeah, it doesn't really matter what a guy looks like, and women are different, and what they're attracted to, too, uh, like, they'd rather have a guy who's, like, confident, doesn't matter how ugly he is, like, if he's pretty ugly, it doesn't really matter, Unless he's confident, you know, and stuff like that. It's, you know, it's how it is. Uh, sexuality is a fickle beast. So, yeah. So, you know, let's, let's, here's the feeling good all the time, gang. <coughs> good. Good, my, my, my burp. Okay. Let's go on to our last question. Is it ultimately selfish to not want slash have children? All right, I'm playing huge devil's advocate here. Everyone is entitled to the right to not have children, and it's frankly none of my beeswax. But I'm not sure if people are really taking time to consider the existential implications of not continuing to procreate. Like, if we give any real credence to tradition in trying to secure a fundamental and universal principle that isn't so intertwined in beliefs slash ideology isn't our singularly commonality, the fact that we're here not solely because our direct ancestors never stopped hanky-pankying since the beginning of our sexual reproduction. That doesn't really feel like small potatoes if you want 
if you make the decision to not have children or just straight up can't for whatever reason, you're directly putting an end to a chain of STDs that is quite possibly the longest streak of anything ever. On the other hand, kids are damn expensive. Okay, so, I don't, so yeah, is it ultimately selfish to not want slash have children? I don't know. I live under the mindset. What? I live under the mindset that it, it's selfish to want to have children. To be honest with you, because people are like, "Oh, it's so selfless to love a child, and you selflessly love them." I'm like, "But weren't you the one who were like, I want to be a parent. I want to be a, like that's pretty selfish to force someone to exist in our world, uh, go through life, get traumatized, and then have to work a shitty ass job to to stay alive. You know, that's that's pretty." selfish because you want to have a fucking you want to have a fucking baby like that sounds pretty selfish to me like you can love the thing self selflessly but at the same time you, you're pretty selfish to want to have a kid it's like i would love to get a cheeseburger uh, i would not get a cheeseburger and be like it's so i'm so selfless for having a cheese getting a cheeseburger right now no you're not i think at all it's the same you want children uh i mean you know sometimes people have oopsie babies and decide to keep them that's okay i actually feel like that's uh m- more of the correct way for the universe saying like hey i want this individual to exist on our world instead of being like trying to force a baby to exist or a human being to exist in the world more just the universe saying like hey this person is meant to exist but yeah when you're like trying to have children you want children like i said you want children you don't need children there's never been an idea you'd need children like we need to keep our family line going. Um, is Are you the fucking queen of England? No, you don't. You don't need to keep your lineage going. Like, it's stupid. It's 2022. We don't need to keep lineages going. If I, like, no one in my family has a kid and are just the name dies out, it's no big deal. That name is dead, and it's not a big deal. Uh, what's going to happen? Ooh, the name is dead. I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, it's just a lot of bullshit. Um, you know. Ultimately, is it selfish to want children? Yes, I think it is, 100%. You can love them love them selflessly, that's okay. And I'm not saying anyone shouldn't have children, but in my view, if someone who's, who acts like it's they're better than other people because they decided to let some dude just go raw dog, raw dog jizz in them, it's a selfless act, and you're not better because of it. Anyways, though, that's how we're ending today's episode of Cancel Sweezy. Thank you so much for checking out this episode, listening, watching, uh, whatever else you would do uh, with this fucking podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Cancel Sweezy, better known as the Lord's trademark favorite podcast. Social media everywhere at the Sweezy. Go check me out there. Music under Sweezy. Just take the cancel. Cross it out. It's just Sweezy. Go check me out there. Spotify, Apple Music. Title, Deezer, anything else you see. Uh, twitch.tv slash theshweezy. Go watch and play video games. Connect your Amazon Prime account. That way you get a free sub and financially help support the show without spending any extra money. You also have Patreon, a great way to financially support us. Uh, but don't forget all the free shit you can do. Like, if you, uh, go on YouTube, uh, especially if you're here right now, go subscribe, leave us a comment, like and share it, our highlights and episodes with your friends, uh, to help us infiltrate algorithms. And if you're on audio only, uh... Leave a review and give us a five, four, three, two, one star rating. So do that. Be cool. Don't be stingy. Come on, Mark. Don't be stingy. And uh, I guess we have to end the episode the best way ever. So honk if you love butt drugs and stay awesome. Believe it or not, Schweg isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. 
I must be out or I'd pick up the phone Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home You just finished a full episode of Cancel Sweezy. You are now one of the smartest individuals who will ever exist in our world. Uh, If you like that episode, make sure you subscribe, whether you're watching this show or listening to the show, make sure you subscribe. That way you get notified whenever we release full new episodes as well. And if you're on YouTube, smash that bell button. That way you get notified anytime we make a post over here on YouTube. Uh, Honk if you love butt drugs and uh, yeah, stay awesome.